0: Yo, BJ Gador with the Weekly BJ Podcast. I'm jumping in soul this week to talk about the top. 10, 10 minute workouts. Now, most will say 10 minutes, can't get a good workout, not enough time, gotta do my one hour session. For some reason, we're all caught in that one hour. It has to be an hour longer. If you're used to doing 30 minutes and you don't have time to do 30 minutes, you'll be in your, your mind saying, I just, I'll skip it or I'll make it up uh, instead of just doing something for 10 minutes that keeps you consistent, gets the blood flowing. And what's so interesting about this is when I was working at Men's Health, we actually shared a study that was done that compared A 10-minute circuit. Uh, One group took did that 10-minute circuit one time for 10 minutes total. The other group did that 10-minute circuit three times for 30 minutes total. Now, the 30-minute group surely burned more overall calories because they did triple the exercise volume. So there's no denying that when you can, you know, a longer workout makes more sense as long as it's not so long that the intensity uh, is starting to dip low and your form suffers and it impairs your ability to recover from the next session. But both groups, the 10 and the 30-minute group, had the same post-workout metabolic elevation. So what it tells you is that when in doubt, be consistent, get something in, and as long as the intensity is high enough, you can get the same metabolic impact from a shorter versus the longer workout. And obviously, yes, you will get more uh, muscle gain and fat loss from, from longer workouts, but there's no reason to skip a session. And here are my 10 favorite ways to ensure you get a 10-minute workout in. So number one is just a classic total body fat loss circuit. And a lot of these, by the way, are going to be on the minute every minute. So uh, you can set up your work-to-rest ratios in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off would be one that I would use. Uh, if you are newer to metabolic conditioning, which means we're kind of combining strength and cardio into one, um, it can also be used for heavier loads and harder exercise variations. So it kind of goes both ways. It can be used for beginners. It can also be used for more intense protocols. Forty twenty is kind of the classic, uh, you know, if there's one – Uh, timeline i would pick to burn fat build muscle boost metabolism for the masses it would be 40 seconds on 20 seconds off i just find it to be the perfect uh length of time to work and also just enough rest to transition without getting bored or feel like you're you know uh, wasting time and then you can also if you want again using the same loads uh intensifying the same loads by increasing the training density meaning you're doing more work per time to, uh, that can also be a way to progress your workouts. You can go 50 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Uh, one thing I'll mention, too, with that, a lot of times I'll pick the work to rest based on the movements I have within the circuit. So if there is a lot of, you know, if I'm going from, let's say, a suspension trainer to, um, you know, a barbell exercise or you're doing different Move it to more intricate setups, you want to have possibly longer transition times. If I was just using my body weight the whole time or just a pair of dumbbells the whole time, it's easier to go with, you know, a 40-20, 50-10. So again, there's a lot of variables that go into it, but just so you know, a lot of people will think in their head, well, 50 seconds on, 10 seconds off is harder because you're getting more winded and, and you know, your heart rate's going to probably be higher throughout the session. Uh, you might feel like you sweat more, uh, you know, 50-10, is not harder than 30, 30, 30, 30 is a more intense workout because you can work harder for shorter periods, periods of time. But again, there's no best way. They both work great. A lot of times what I'll do is even sometimes within the same workout, I'll do, uh, you know, my heavier work at 30, 30, and then I might do some higher rep, uh, rounds uh, at 40, 20, 50, 10. Or if I'm feeling kind of worn down one day, I might go lighter loads, 40, 20, 50, 10. If I'm feeling like really good. I want to, you know, load up my body more, do some harder movements, I'll go 30-30. Again, there's no right or wrong way. It all works. Just know uh, you know, 30-30 is more intense, 50-10 is more dense. Density is great for fat loss. Intensity is a little more, leans a little more toward the muscle gain, strength side. Uh, but get the best of both worlds, mix between them from session to session, or even within the same session. So number one, total body fat loss circuit. It's as simple as picking five movements that work your whole body. An example could be, uh, you know, minute one, I'm doing pull ups or rows. Minute two, push ups or presses. Minute three. Bulgarian split squats, left leg, minute four, the right leg, and the minute five could be swing. So what I'm doing is I'm setting up a circuit that works my whole body, alternating between non-competitive exercises. So going from upper to lower or push to pull, uh, you know, or, you know, basically setting up in a way that you are minimizing the rest time needed because you're resting some areas of your body while the others are working. This allows you in a very short period of time to get a lot of work done, keep your heart rate elevated, uh, get the maximum fat burning, muscle building stimulus in minimal time. It's also harder to use, you know, these types of setups for long durations of time. So, again, like anybody who tells me they're doing like, well, I do an hour Metcon. Usually, if you're going past 20 to 30 minutes, you are pacing these workouts should never be longer than that. I'm not talking about warm or cool-down, um, but if we're just doing straight like metabolic conditioning, uh, getting things done, in most cases, you can get it done in 10 to 20 minutes. 30 would be kind of the optimum level uh, if you build your conditioning up to be able to kind of maintain that intensity throughout, but anything after 30, I've found, unless you know, you're really trying to push extreme endurance, uh, there are diminishing returns that might affect your recovery, and just frankly, you're not pushing hard enough. So, uh, you know, that's all I joke a lot with other trainers. I know uh, Jeremy Scott, for example, he does a lot of boot camps in Arizona and people come in like, I didn't feel like I sweat enough. And I used to deal with that, too. In my boot camps, in Milwaukee, people would do uh, sometimes like, the by the way, the hardest workout in a circuit format is like 15 seconds on, 45 seconds off because you, you can go – you know, totally all out balls to the wall, but people that don't have that ability feel like they're not getting a great workout because they don't sweat as much. It's say, you know, 45 seconds on 15 seconds off. So, um, again, it just length of time, uh, means nothing. Do you get the training effect you were looking for? Are you getting quality work in? That is the ultimate question. And again, 30 minutes or less, it's definitely possible with these setups. So you're picking five moves that work your whole body. Uh, lots of ways to set that up. I could do uh, you know, hip dominant, movement that's more glute hand based and knee dominant movement that's more quad intensive an upper body push upper body pull and then maybe a core or a total body or cardio movement as the fifth there are so many ways to set it up but pick whatever five movements you want that collectively work the whole body flow between them in, in as much of a non-competitive way as possible and uh that five minute sequence five moves five minutes do that twice for 10 total minutes That is, like, it's hard to top for just an incredible 10-minute workout that will make you better, that will make you feel like, first of all, you get a big energy jolt from that. um, And and you'll definitely feel better than you did when you started because it's not too long. Like, usually you know the workout was too long if you don't feel uh, better by the time you're done. You want a workout to make you feel better. So, um, and by the way, you can apply any of these as starters or finishers to your main lifting workout if you're more of a straight sets or more lifting, bodybuilding type You know, you can plug in these metabolic workouts as starters or finishers or off-day workouts or whatever you want to do. So just keep your mind open and and start applying this. But again, you're traveling, minimal time. Uh, You can definitely plug in this quick five-move whole-body circuit. And again, that could be 30-on-30 off. That could be 40-on-20 off, 50-on-10 off, like I talked about, using uh, respectively heavier, medium, or lighter loads. You could also just do max reps for each on the minute, every minute, and then just use whatever time needed, uh, to get to the next exercise before that next minute would start. So, so many options there, but that's number one, the total body fat loss circuit. Number two, this one is more of an upper body based workout. Uh, again, some people that I know personally, I kind of tend to lean towards the upper lower body splits. Uh, you know, when you get into more advanced, uh, training ages, uh, it's, it's, you know, it takes more time to warm up the whole body. You also know anytime you're training the whole body, uh, the more movements you do in any given workout, by the way, they're all going to collectively suffer a bit, right? If I was going to really want to uh, do the best on, on a particular movement, I would make that movement the focus of a workout. Nobody really has time to do that if you're busy and it isn't your life or your job. Uh, but to just to me, if I can just focus on my upper body one day. Uh, I only have to warm up my upper body that day. It's just kind of easier to get into it. I can really focus and dial in, and then my upper body rests on the lower body day. But, again, there's so many ways to set it up. This could also be used as kind of a finisher after a total body workout that, you know, I wanted to go more, you want to go more gun show, or maybe you, your upper body is legging and you want to add in something else. But just a classic pull-push superset format. In minute one, you do a pull. That could be a pull-up a, a dumbbell or barbell row an inverted body weight row it could also be bicep curls any sort of pulling movements if you're using kettlebells that could be a you know a high pull uh, or a snatch I mean sky's the limit based on your fitness level and equipment access minute two is a push push-ups dips any sort of press and what I would do is uh, I could do max reps of each one I could do max reps of the pull a minute one max reps of the push in minute two then repeat that five times total for 10 minutes of work. I could, again, still use that, you know, if I wanted to go more time-based, 30 on, 30 off uh, with um, heavier loads, 40 on, 20 off with medium loads, and then 50 on, 10 off with lighter loads. So you've got some options there, but just a classic way to set up. You get such an amazing pump. And, uh, you know, research has shown, too, when you pair uh, movements in an antagonistic way, it means opposing muscle groups, uh, that type of superset actually – helps you you your pushing muscles rest and come back more rejuvenated than they would otherwise uh if you pair it with a pull. It's it's kind of an interesting phenomenon. Uh so you can kind of leverage that. But just the pump, you send so much blood to your upper body back and forth and those pushing and pulling muscles and uh just an epic workout. There's really no excuses with that. It's one of my favorite ways to get it in. And uh sky's the limit. That can be, you know, if you want to make it more arm-based, that could be You pick minute one as a bicep movement, minute two as a triceps movement. So uh, awesome 10-minute sequence for the upper body, just classic supersets. In the same regard, number three, lower body supersets. Now, this can be uh, as simple as, say, I'm going to pick one that's more hip-dominant, which means it's going to primarily involve uh, the glutes and hams, right? So anytime you do any lower body movement, in most cases, if if it's a multi-joint movement, your whole lower body is involved, but you're going to get more glute-ham stress on some movements like Hip thrusts, hip hinges, uh, any sort of deadlifting variation. A step up tends to be more hip dominant, and then others will be more knee or quad dominant. You're going to get more quad stress. These are things like squats and lunges. The hip dominant stuff uh, tends to involve more motion through the hip. Uh, oftentimes, your trunk will be uh, in a more bent over position. With the more knee dominant, quad dominant stuff, we're looking at more of an upright trunk position and more movement coming through the knee. So. Uh, In that case, minute one can be a hip movement like, let's say, hip thrust. Minute two can be a knee-dominant movement like squats. And I could go hip thrust minute one, squats minute two, repeat that two-minute sequence five times for ten minutes total. And one of my favorite things about that sequence, by the way, so if you have trouble using your glutes during your squats or your glutes leg by pairing hip thrusts and squats, it's just really going to ensure that uh, your glutes are going to be active during the workout. And also, from a pre-exhaustion standpoint, if you're looking at, you know, if if I fatigue my glutes, another way to look at it too is the the hip could be an activation drill for the squat. But also uh, if I fatigue my glutes, when I go to the squats, uh, it also will make make my quads work harder because my glutes are already kind of in a state of fatigue. So it can kind of go both ways. There are so many ways you can pair things up. Uh, It could be hip hinges, lunges, but it's a great way to get in a a ton of work. The one thing to consider when you're setting up these lower body supersets, because again, you know, lower body movements tend to be very systemic more than upper body movements because more muscle mass is, is in your, are in your legs, and also you know movements like let's say uh, hip hinges where you're holding weights. You're actually it, it's a whole body exercise really because your your whole your upper body is working isometrically to hold the weight while your glutes and hams are doing the the, the pulling movement or the hip extension component. Um, you know, goblet squats. Yeah, it's a leg exercise, but man, your shoulders, arms, and abs get lit too. So these are situations where um, You might want longer rest and transitions between moves unless the weights are really light. So, you know, 30-30 or 40-20 is probably ideal for those lower body supersets uh, so that there isn't too much competitive fatigue there. But again, play around with it. And then again, if you have access to minimal weights or uh, lighter loads, that's when it makes sense to have more of that 50-10 setup so you're working longer, less rest, uh, intensifying with, with less weight or even just body weight. So that's number three. Number four, core cardio supersets. This one is classic. You know, I, I look back at all the workouts I've made over the years, man. I've made so many. I've been in this for 15 years. Uh, I've made daily content for 10 years. I mean, thousands of workouts at this point. The one that seems to like be the most popular, one of my f- most memorable ones in terms of feedback from people like you, is the 40-minute sweatstorm, which was a classic 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off superset format where you did kind of a ground-based core exercise like planks or mountain climbers. And you pair that with a cardio movement like jumping jacks, running in place, skater jumps. You go 20 on, 10 off for move one, the core, and then 20 on, 10 off for move two, the cardio. That one-minute sequence, you do four times total for four minutes, um, at least in that format. But this is also can be expanded upon into a full 10-minute blast. So um, you, you kind of rock it out that way, 20 on, 10 off, um, well, actually, that, that's a different workout. That's also a great workout, by the way. But this one was actually set up as, you know, just a minute one, minute two setup. So minute one is core, minute two is cardio. And uh, you would just blast that through uh, for 10 straight minutes, uh, five times total of that sequence. And uh, you can set up many different ways. If I was trying to do a max, like all out max effort, I, I this might seem like, oh, that would be a shitty workout. It's going to be too easy. But again, like I had mentioned, 10 seconds on. 50 seconds off like that is my one of my favorite conditioning templates because you can maximally stress your anaerobic and aerobic system simultaneously the anaerobic stress obviously comes from the shorter all-out sprint style efforts and the aerobic component comes not from the 50 seconds rest but the repeated rounds where you know if you're, you're talking pure anaerobic training we're talking three to five minutes of rest we're not getting that here so uh you're trying to maintain that 10 second burst uh with the the shorter incomplete 50 second rest 50 seconds again it's all relative right that might be like the longest rest some of you have ever taken um but that's probably a good thing because again it's not just like what's the best workout for you it's really what haven't you done in a long time or or never before right that's the stuff that can really change your body um the new stuff the new stimulus you can mix in but Uh, that, that's one of my favorite conditioning templates for 10, for 10 minutes, 10 on 50 off, whether it's a single movement, like on an airdyne bike or, uh, the airdyne Schwinn airdyne bike is my favorite. You you can just absolutely crush it. Or if you wanted to superset movements, you could do that too. But, uh, 2040 is also great. That kind of gives you a little more, uh, uh, work period that uh for those that don't have the the fitness level the intensity to push hard enough in 10 seconds you know going 20 or even 30 seconds so 20 on 40 off or 30 on 30 off is kind of ideal there i wouldn't go past that i mean if you're going to go 40 20 uh you you could uh but the the loads would be lighter the intensity kind of dips um it's obviously an option uh, especially if you're doing things like you know uh planks which which do respond well to longer time periods but again I'm, i'm what i'm trying to get across to many of you. Many of you are doing such uh, high volume, short rest stuff that, you know, you're not really seeing as many changes in your body as you might like to see. um, And you're not reaping the benefits of intensity. And you're also just doing more aerobic based stuff um, and not enough, you know, pure anaerobic stuff. So don't be afraid to go 10, 50, 20, 40, 30, 30, uh, they're, they're great options too, to add to the mix, but that core cardio superset is classic. You, you know, you could do planks minute one, jumping jacks, minute two, you could do monoclimbers minute one, run in place, minute two. Uh, it just ho- great hotel room, home workouts. Again, also great starters or finishers starter because you actually get to do some little core work, uh, activate, you know, the hip shoulders, core, and then the cardio stuff just gets all the blood flowing, increases core temperature and, uh. Know just a great way to kind of get it in if you don't like. I personally don't like doing conditioning, I'd rather, uh, you know, lift. So, you know, those starters and finishers can be a nice way to kind of sneak some things in. Uh, Not that you need starters or finishers, like, usually, if you need them, uh, if you're training one style of training, means you didn't work hard enough in the main circuit. Uh, But if you're doing more resistance training, like pure resistance training with, with enough rest between moves, these metabolic starters and finishers then make sense as starters or finishers. Number five. Upper-lower supersets. So, you know, these are also amazing ways. uh, You can use any of the timelines we talked about. Minute one, upper body. That can be a push-up, a pull-up, a row. You you get the gist. Minute two is any sort of lower body exercise, squats, lunges, swings. Uh, As much as possible, you want to minimize the possible competitive nature to those pairings. So if I was doing pull-ups with swings, you know, technically, yeah, one's more upper body-based. Another is more lower body-based. But – Uh, they're both grip intensive. So if I was going to do something like 40 on 20 off 50 on 10 off, your grip would be smoked. It's going to be hard to get the full 10 minutes. So if it is competitive in some way, maybe more of a 30, 30, so there's enough rest to keep the intensity high and and the grip is not the limiting factor there. You know, that's when maybe, uh, it's better to pair something like pushups and swings, uh, and pull-ups with lunges, right? Unless the lunges are being held with heavy weight to the size, just be cognizant of, of your setups um, but you would do that, you know, that minute, one minute two, upper lower superset five times for 10 minutes total. And, uh, you know, technically if you wanted to, you know, make that, uh, a full workout, uh, cause you know, you want to do upper body push and pull and you want to get a hip and a knee, you can do uh 10 minutes of a upper body push, uh, paired with a knee dominant movement uh, or I mean, a upper body pull the knee dominant. And you could also do another 10 minutes of an upper body pull, uh, with a, Ah uh, man, I'm starting to get lost there. But you know what I mean. So you could you could do uh, the pair of the two types of lower body movements, hip and knee, with the two types of upper body movements, push and pull. Uh, but again, we're talking ten minutes here, so I don't get lost in the weeds. But that that's a classic, and uh, I guess one of my favorites really is the push up and swing combination. I love doing that. You know, uh, sometimes I'll do something where I do thirty reps of swings. Minute one, minute two is max rep push ups. That two minute sequence to do five times for 10 total minutes. It's like the perfect two move workout. You can't can't find anything better. Number six, total body trisets. So, in this way, what I like about the triset action is, like we mentioned mentioned with the upper lower, if I'm only doing, if the only upper body movement I'm doing that day is a push, that's not a very balanced uh, workout. So, the triset would have doing both push pull, upper body, minute one is a pull. Pull-up, row, curl. Minute two is a push, a push-up, dip, press. Minute three would be any lower body movement. And again, most lower body movements work the entire lower body. Squats, lunges, swings. Uh, some are more hip or knee dominant like we touched on, but it's, you don't have to get lost in the weeds there. And uh, I would perform three rounds of that three-minute sequence, resting 30 seconds between rounds. That is a spicy 10-minute workout that really just hits the whole body, and you can really get the intensity high in that. That is truly one of my favorite templates. Number seven. This is like the. uh, If I think of one of the worst workouts I've ever done, it was 10 goblet squats every minute on the minute. So you, you do your 10 reps, and whatever time is left in that minute, you rest until the next minute and you keep going in that format. You know, in the beginning, It starts with like, it takes you maybe 20 seconds to get it in, but then your rep speed starts to slow as you fatigue, then it's 25, 30. Once it becomes like 35 seconds or 40 seconds to get in those 10 reps and you start getting into a negative work to rest ratio, it gets real. And actually, one of the main workouts I used to prepare for uh, the cover of the first Metastrade DVD I shot uh, was 10 goblet squats with a 100 pound dumbbell for 30 straight minutes. And the last 10 minutes of that, like I I was straight redlining. Like I did, you're literally going a rep at a time in each 10 rep, uh, block, uh, for those final 10 minutes. And, but I'll tell you what, like it is like simple, single movement. Like sometimes those can be the absolute best workouts. It, it's mindless. And it's just you, uh, pushing and, and really digging deep to get through it, um, I I haven't repeated that workout in, in three years because it was so hard. Um, but, man, it really can make some changes. And, again, especially when you know we're talking – it's much easier to do it for 10 minutes, by the way, than 30. So instead of going 30, you could just do it for 10 and look to increase the weight. Uh, one of the things I recommend to people, start with a 50-pound dumbbell. Every week or two, bump it up by five pounds until eventually you're doing with a 100-pound dumbbell. And you'll change your whole body, not just your legs. Shoulders, arms, abs, your squat form will be sexy as fuck. You'll be blown away with that. <clears throat> That's one of my favorite options. You want to pick a move that works uh, as much muscle mass as possible and, and do uh, X amount of reps every minute on the minute for 10 straight minutes. Another good option is burpees. And I like to do, I like to do 10 burpees. Let me tell you why. Yeah, you could go 15, 20. What's going to happen if you do more than 10 burpees uh, is that you're not going to get – when I do the 10 burpees, I'm talking about like 10 – Max effort burpees, like jumping as high as you can off the ground, not just trying to clear the ground and clap like they do in CrossFit, which, you know, again, whatever you got to do. But that that's not a maximum effort burpee. I want more of a power thing here. And with burpees too, I think uh, less reps the better in terms of uh, optimizing form and technique. So if we're talking max effort burpees and, you know, 10 reps is, is plenty. Do 10 reps every minute on the minute. You'll be blown away with how much harder you're you're sucking wind when you're actually, like, jumping up to try to, like, catch a a rebound at peak, at the peak point where that ball is up in the air, or uh, if you were about to dunk, you know, or try to dunk at least, you know, that's of of effort I want in each of these burpees. Uh, 10 is great. Uh, Option C could be 15 swings every minute on the minute for 10 rounds. That's another classic. Uh, You can never get enough swings, in my opinion. It it strengthens the entire backside of the body, uh, corrects a lot of imbalances that uh have uh that you can find a lot of trainees or kind of offsetting the the tight hips or the rounded posture of a lot of us in our sedentary jobs lifestyles so that's one of my favorite options so just to recap that single move imam imam means every minute on the minute option a 10 goblet squats every minute on the minute for 10 rounds option b 10 burpees every minute on the minute for 10 rounds we're talking max effort jump on there and then option c 15 swings Every minute on the minute for 10 rounds, you can't go wrong. We've got three more to go here. Number eight, single move AMREP. Amrep means as many reps as possible. These are deadly. Uh, If you're looking for more local muscular endurance, you could pick a move like push-ups, could be presses, it could be, you know, uh, Bulgarian split squats. Uh, And what you do is you pick any of those movements based on what you're trying to work there on that day. And do as many quality reps as possible in 10 minutes. And you rest as needed. Now, you could do it in a way where I'm going to just do as many as I can, keeping a r- couple reps in the tank, rest like 10 to 30 seconds, and repeat that process until the 10 minutes is up. That's one way. You could also use an, uh, a minute-by-minute kind of standard. Say, I want to do you know, 10 push-ups every minute on the minute as best I can. Uh, so there, there's different ways you can set that up. Now, if the goal is more fat loss – metabolic conditioning you do want to pick a movement that works more overall muscle mass more total body in nature uh one that also tends to be a little bit faster which is going to elicit a higher heart rate response so things like burpee swings thrusters thrusters a squat to press um that'll give you more of a fat loss emphasis another classic by the way you can use a fan bike you could use a ski erg you could use any sort of cardio machine a rower even and just do max calories or distance for that 10 minutes that that's that in in essence is also a single move amrap you're just instead of reps you're talking to more calories distance but that's a classic workout i mean if anything like it's basically what it does it puts you into kind of testing your uh anaerobic threshold it's a point really pushing your aerobic capacity so that you can lean on your aerobic system as much as possible so you don't tap into the anaerobic system too soon which if you do you'll crash and burn a lot faster and if you don't know. Don't know. What that looks like that's that person. That was basically me. I just started taking boxing lessons at uh, boxing burn in Santa Monica from Tony Jeffries. He's a British Olympian. And uh, he also was an undefeated pro boxer. And, you know, I, I came in knowing that I, I'm not great. I'm really excited to learn boxing. I've always been a big fan. But I was throwing max power shots from from, you know, right out the gate in about 20 to 30 minutes into the session. Like I was seeing God's face in the last 30 minutes, I was just dying. I mean, he, he, he worked me out. Um, so, you know, that's what I mean about, you know, uh, it just reminding me that I need a little more aerobic conditioning so that I can lean on that system more and, and still be able to throw that max power or close to it without getting so winded that, you know, I, fatigue is now, you know, making cowards uh, of us all, right. That, that is the absolute truth, especially in sport. Um, very few times do, do teams lose or especially in fighting combat stuff, is it a lack of strength or power. It's really just conditioning. You know, what happens in the fourth quarter, what happens in the final round. So uh, that, it's a great workout for that as well. Um, sometimes, that, you know, you get sick of using resistance training movements for cardio and you just want to do a pure cardio exercise. That could also be, by the way, run as far as you can. As many miles as you can in 10 minutes. You know, it could be, it could be something like that too. Many laps. Number nine. Many of you have followed me for the, over the years. You know how much I love uh, continuous lunges or step-ups for time. Uh, the lunges are the, are the more quad, knee-dominant version, step-ups more hip-dominant. I like to mix between the two for best results. Great starter finisher. Uh, it, I find it is an excellent warm-up uh, for any day, particularly lower-body day, especially if you're just going body bodyweight and just kind of going through uh, full range of motion. Nice pauses at the bottom. You can speed up the tempo if you want more of a fat-loss cardio effect but uh you know very few things can change your body your your overall fitness and mobility like continuous lunging and step ups you're basically fixing the alignment if you think of your body as a car uh you're fixing the alignment uh, between both both wheels both sides strengthening and balances both mobility and strength um, it just it's so good it'll change you and it's simple and it's easy to listen to a podcast or you know with, by the way with all these 10 minute uh workouts i i i I I kind of call them uh Three-song workouts, right? So it's really, you know, get on Spotify, pick, you know, three headbangers, as I like to call them, that really fire you up. Maybe some uh, Rick Ross, You Know I Got It. Um, latest one, Lil Wayne Mona Lisa, is also excellent. Sometimes if there's two long songs, it's a two-song workout. But you get the gist. Whatever really fires you up. Uh, once those two or three songs pass, you're done. Money. So, uh, classic workout. The final one is uh, Escalating Density Training, EDT, popularized by a legendary strength coach based in Arizona named Charles Staley. He has a book on this style of training, and it's pretty simple. You pick two non-competitive moves that work different areas of your body or opposing muscle groups. That could be upper-lower, that could be push-pull, that could be biceps, triceps, quads, hands, chest, back, whatever you wanna set it up as. And then you pick a load or variation uh load is obvious right but variation means um if there's a push-up variation right uh hands elevated is easier floor is kind of medium intensity feet elevated is harder so um you know that's what I mean by variation those are relative loads uh the feet elevated is a heavy load so that's what I mean by variation you're picking a variation of a movement uh particularly bodyweight exercises that is particularly challenging for uh 10 to 12 reps all right. So you're picking a loader variation for each move that challenges you for 10 to 12 reps in a single set, meaning in one set, I could only do 10 to 12. That'd be it. And then what you do is you perform only six reps of each move back to back with as little rest between moves as possible, trying to get max rounds in 10 minutes. So the submaximal reps per set allows you to get more quality and uh, on each rep and also overall more quantity because you're managing fatigue instead of seeking it it's a brilliant way to train um some find it boring but again if we're just talking about um you know the the if you look at it this way the best 10 minute workout is one that keeps you kind of moving non-stop while allowing for the quality of movement to be at its peak throughout and this is one of the best ways to set that up uh if you went and did 10 to 12 reps of each of those on the first set, you know, about you, you, but, but three to five minutes in, you'd be done. You'd be burnt out because you're putting too much out, out the gate. So, yes, it is a bit of a pacing thing. But, again, um, if you could only do 10 to 12 reps in a single set, and you're, but you're doing, uh, you know, let's say within that 10-minute time frame, you get at least six rounds of that six-rep sequence, you're getting 36 total reps on each movement, um, probably something you couldn't do, uh, if you did straight sets of each of those, right? So you're managing fatigue, you're getting more quality reps and, uh, it does tend to fly by quickly. Um, especially if you're using, you know, movements that pair well together, like, you know, uh, two dumbbell movements, like curl and a tricep extension or, you know, a dip and a pull up. So lots of options there. Uh, obviously if you want more of a fat loss effect, you would do upper lower, uh, cause that, that's going to get more of your body involved and, uh. More more muscle building effect. You'd want to go more, you know, push pull or uh, I do like unilateral stuff too. You know, uh, Bulgarian split squats, six on each side, non stop for 10 minutes with a load that would push you for 10 to 12 reps in a single set. I mean that that is one of the ultimate workouts uh, to get wheels of steel and uh, change your entire body. So uh, you know, I wanted to jump in with this. I, I like to find ways as much as possible to give you guys. Excuse-free, anytime, anywhere options. And understand, too, that it doesn't always require a 30-minute workout or even a 60-minute workout. Uh, In 10 minutes, a lot can get done. It's all about consistency. uh, And uh, consistency definitely trumps intensity. And uh, you're you're much better served being the person that gets more activity in on a more daily, frequent basis than the person who's just going to kill it. Once or twice a week, limp around and be sore the rest of the time. Lose function, lose athleticism, and uh, that's not really what fitness is meant to do. It's meant to serve you, make you better. So, uh, if you only have ten minutes, these are my favorite ten ways to get it in. Uh, a couple key announcements: uh, we are we got a new improved version of the DailyBJ.com. It's basically now just becoming um, the place for shred metabolic fat loss workouts, the stuff I'm known for in in programs like speed shred, meta shred, uh, such a good value there. You get six new workouts from me each month. I tell you exactly what to do when, um, obviously I I, I post free workouts on social media every day, but uh, many of you have just no idea how to combine them. And and the workouts that I put in there each month, they're synergistic. They feed on each other. It's looked, uh, I, I, whenever I make six workouts like that for your month of training, uh, they all, kind of complement one another and there's the synergy that makes you know those six workouts have a greater impact than I'm just doing random stuff on social media i think you'll love it and uh stay tuned for other cool stuff all the equipment that i use can be found at gardenofgains.com you get discounts with my coupon code the daily bj and uh other cool stuff will be on the way uh please be sure to uh subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy it uh if you dug this i might do more of these uh just solo things where i just share knowledge with you guys and gals And a five-star rating would be much appreciated in review. Help me spread the word. I love you guys. Have a good one. Peace.